With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Turn on the Jets post-game report. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. Joined, as always, by the great beat reporter from NJ.com and New Jersey Advanced Media, Mr. Daryl Slater. We are going to break down the finale today. This one in Foxborough. The Jets getting destroyed, let's be honest about it, by the New England Patriots. And that will put a capper on the Jets season at 4-12. and And we'll get into it in a second, but definitely going to put a capper in Todd Bowles' career as head coach of the New York Jets. Daryl, what's going on, man? Not much. Just uh, riding back to New Jersey, here through Connecticut. Uh, nice little drive back. After, uh, yeah, after the Jets just got destroyed today. It was uh, another embarrassing loss for them up there. 26-6, they lose in the finale last year. 38-3 this year. They are not close to being a contender. But, uh, yeah, so that'll do it for Todd Bowles. He... Wound up going fourteen and thirty-five after starting ten and five. Uh, he went six and twenty-one in his final twenty-seven games. Jets closed one and nine this year. They closed two and nine last year. That, you know, I mean, the roster the roster is not good enough. Uh, but you know, you can't overcome those type of win-loss numbers. Uh, he'll go down with a three seventy-five winning percentage as the uh, as the uh, second worst winning percentage of any coach in Jets history. He's coached more than 16 games, of course, Rich Kotite having on 4-28 and is number one on that list. And But, yeah, so Todd Bowles' final record is, what, about 24-40. and 40. Uh, But, it, you know, it's interesting. He has such a promising start at 10-5 and five and for things to spiral um, so significantly with losing, you know, four, winning just 14 of his final 49 games. I don't think anyone could have could have seen that coming at the end of 2015, but here we are. And it was a long tradition that's been going on with Jets coaches, the winning record in the first year. It's gone back for a while. The last one who didn't do it was Rich Kotite. But if you look at Bill Parcells' first year, 9-7, and seven. Al Groh, 9-7, and seven. Herman Edwards, 9-7, and seven. Eric Mangini, 10-6, and six. yet Rex Ryan was 9-7, and seven. and then Todd Bowles, 10-6. and six. So all I'm saying is, word of warning, Jets fans, if a new guy comes in here and has a winning record year one, 
don't start throwing a party just yet because it doesn't necessarily mean anything. But this will be the end for Todd Bowles. No official word yet, but I'm sure sometime between now and when they do the presser in the morning, we are going to get the official word that Todd Bowles will no longer be the coach. And then we're going to have plenty to talk about as far as the head coaching search. But for now, Daryl, let's talk about the players that are still here and the ones that had some things to say in the locker room. Tremaine Johnson was the one that everybody was talking about this week because he ended up getting himself into trouble and then ultimately ended up being inactive today. So walk me through what happened, and then you actually had an interaction with him in the locker room after the game. So tell me about that, too. Uh, yeah, so Tremaine Johnson was late on Wednesday, and, um, of course, he didn't practice Wednesday. He practiced Thursday and Friday. And uh, he said on, thir- on Thursday, or actually later on Wednesday, uh, that he expected to play in the game, but he was informed by Todd Bowles for warm-ups that he was going to be inactive and uh, he said it's only a one-time uh Tremaine Johnson said it was only a one-time lateness infraction for him on Wednesday that he that he woke up late he said um but look I mean it's a bad look I mean the guy just gave this guy 34 million dollars up front he's not has not played well this year and he admitted that after the game that he felt like he had a mediocre year and he was apologetic and honest about what happened uh for the most part uh and said, you know, he felt like he let, let his teammates down. and um, So yeah, he, he maintained that he hopes to come back stronger next year. And, but, I, you know, I asked him, you know, does he feel like he's earned uh, earned the money that the Jets paid him? I think it's a reasonable question. And he was, you know, he didn't answer. He wouldn't answer. He said, next question. I mean, it was a professional exchange. It was No one got upset. And this is, believe me, I don't take it personally. I, there's like many more things <laughs> in my life that it matter personally to me than, than that stuff. I mean, it's part of the job, and he understands that. Um, so, you know, he took a lot of tough questions there today, and uh, he stood up and he answered all, almost all of them, but he wouldn't answer that one, which is certainly his right. Uh, but, yeah, so a fittingly awful conclusion to his pretty bad first year with the Jets. And uh, you know, they're going to wind up sinking $45 million into this guy because they can't get out of the contract until after 2020. They're stuck with him for three years. I mean, so it, it could be two more really bad years if he doesn't get his act together here and start playing better. Um, because, you know, if they want to cut him after 2019, they'd only save $3 million compared to what his cap hit would be. So that's the problem. They gave him a $20 million signing bonus. If you prorate that over the course of a five-year deal, that's where you come up with that big debt money hit uh, in, in 2020 if you were to cut him after 2019. So that's why there, it's really a three-year contract for $45 million. You know, not seventy-two. I mean, that's. I mean, the odds that he sees seventy, all seventy-two and a half million dollars at this point, or they're just, you know, I think I have a better chance of seeing the seventy-two and a half million dollars. But, uh, but yeah, so that that was what happened with Tremaine Johnson. Daryl Roberts was um, apparently late to some non-meetings, non-practice type stuff. Um, that was the report, and Roberts would not clarify after the game, but he did say that he uh, that he was not late to practice or meeting, and he so he really only sat out the first quarter or so. Uh, he wanted to playing. He didn't start as he usually has been at free safety, but he wanted to playing in the game. Another guy who was very vocal in the locker room after the game and who obviously you guys went and sought out because he's somebody who's generally a very good quote was Jamal Adams. And he had a lot to say. He seemed very frustrated. And it was almost like an open letter plea to Mike McCagnan to please bring him some help. Or at least that's what it seemed like to me. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he said the Jets need more players. He was a very upfront about it. He said they need dogs, which, you know, to me, he didn't, 
you can clarify that. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you know what I mean. And I'm going to be like, well, I could infer, but why don't you just tell me what you mean? Like, uh, <laughs> but, whatever. Uh, so, you know, to me, that means they need guys who are, you know, guys who are more of a fighters than what they have. Better quality players, you know, more ferocious players in terms of, you know, the intensity, the commitment level. And so he didn't dance around it. You know, he said that he said stated the obvious, which is this roster. This roster is not talented enough, and uh, and he said he hopes that this front office goes out and uses some of that cap space coming up in the offseason and goes and gets guys. And he and he he said like flat out he hopes they get Le'Veon Bell. I mean that's uh, which I guess in the NBA these days would give you a fine for some kind of tampering, uh, but I don't know how that works really necessarily in the NFL. But yeah, he he was very he was very blunt, very upfront about the fact that. He, he thinks they need more help. They need better players, which is true. He's speaking the truth. I mean, every anyone who watches the team could see that. Um, so we'll see what the Jets do. But, you know, one of the reasons why they're in this position is because Michael Kagan is drafted so poorly. I mean, Jamal Adams is a really good draft tech, obviously. But, like, let's be honest here. I mean, you can't necessarily have a quick fix when your roster is bad. I mean, as bad as the Jets is right now, you're not going to have a quick fix with the, you know, $100 million in cash space. It'll help, but... You know, the bottom line is eventually you have to draft more confidently than they have. And Adams was very emotional, too, when talking about Todd Bowles. He called him the best coach he's ever had, right? Yeah, and he said he hates to see Todd Bowles go down like this, and he acknowledged, you know, the reality that he's going to get fired. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he was emotional about it. And uh, you could tell he really respects Todd Bowles. And, but the bottom line is, you know, he understands, and he said that Bowles understands, too, that, you know, it's a business web results and they didn't get enough of them i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here as in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You mentioned the cap space, and that's obviously going to be a way that the Jets can add extra players and certainly more talented ones. Whether or not they're able to get top-tier talent remains to be seen, but one way that they should be able to, at least if Mike McCagnan does his job properly, is in the draft. And we now know where the Jets are going to be selecting. We went into the day thinking that the Jets had a decent chance at the number two pick, and an outside chance at the number one pick, but all said and done, neither one comes to pass, and the Jets end up picking third. They are, yeah, third behind the Cardinals at one and the 49ers at two. The Jets are in that group of four and 12 teams, and they're just behind the Niners in strength of schedule. That's why they're third and the Niners are, are second. So the Jets picking third, the same spot as they traded up to last year to get Sam, or this year, I guess, to get Sam Darnold. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll see what they do. Will they trade out of the pick? The fact that the Oregon quarterback, Herbert, is not coming out. Um, I think his last name is pronounced Herbert, unless it's, I guess, the, you know, I don't know, maybe a French pronunciation of that or something like that. <laughs> but, uh, but he is not coming out. So that's, that's like one less, one fewer quarterback option out there. So, but yeah, I think the Jets, yeah, there's a good chance they could stay there and pick an edge rusher or something like that. Colin Farrell or Will McBosa fall. A lot of interesting options for them with a third pick in terms of not having a second round pick and uh, you know the possibility that they could potentially trade back to pick up a pick up a pick. Um, 
I think it's possible, but you can, they're certainly also get a good player at three. Real quickly, Daryl, because we're going to talk about this more when we talk next time, sometime later in the week. But the coaching search is going to get underway, presumably right away. I would assume sometime tomorrow, Monday morning, they'll start figuring out what they want to do. One name that may be off the list is Mike McCarthy. There was a report this morning by Jason Lock and Fora of CBS that McCarthy may be offered full control of the Cardinals organization, but that he wouldn't be interested and is poised to take 2019 off. We don't know it for sure, but if that's the case, that would take one name off the table. Who are some of the names that you're hearing right now as the coaching search is about to get underway as possible names that they might be bringing in for interviews? If Mike McCarthy is willing to talk, they should at least talk to him, I think. Um, But, you know, maybe he doesn't, maybe he wants to take 2019 off, collect his paycheck, for doing nothing, which yeah, we all would love to do that, um, and uh, and I think you know ultimately the Jets should cast a wide net here. I think they should look at some of these college coaches like David Shaw, Chris Peterson, Matt Campbell, Iowa State. Uh, those those are guys that they should look at. Um, and yeah, I think if Jay Gruden gets let go in Washington, he's a guy that should get some consideration. Um, in terms of Adam Gase, I don't know, maybe. Uh, just doesn't have a, a big tra- big track record, um, and I think if you look at some of these coordinators, Pete Carmichael would be an interesting one. The Saints' offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, the Chiefs' offensive coordinator. Those are guys, of course, who are in the playoffs, but would be able to interview this week uh, weekend because their teams got buys. So that's sort of how the schedule works. If if your team receives a buy uh, out of the first weekend, then then the, those assistant coaches can interview this weekend. Uh, teams that play this weekend and then advance to the uh, to the divisional round weekend, uh, the assistant coaches on those teams interview before the divisional round game. So that's sort of how that works. But you know there are coaches out there who are you know they don't need to do that with whether it's a college coach or Mike McCarthy. Though it sounds like Mike McCarthy, uh, you know, doesn't want to doesn't want to get his back in the water just yet. So we'll see how it shakes up. Daryl, last question before. I take it on the chin and admit that I was dead wrong about my prediction, but we'll get back to that in a second. The Jets just re-signed Quincy Inunua, four-year deal, so he'll be back. Robbie Anderson and Henry Anderson are both guys that the Jets could bring back. I think it would make some sense based on what they produced this year. Robbie Anderson, a restricted free agent. Henry Anderson was talking about it a little bit after the game, but didn't really get into details. He kind of was cleverly sidestepping any questions about whether or not he wanted to come back. Do you get a sense that the Jets are going to work diligently to bring back the two Andersons? Yeah, so I mean, the, Robbie Anderson's a lock to return. As a, they'll probably put the second round tender on him, and that should be enough to keep him around. He'll play on a one year restricted free agent deal next year, and uh, and then become an unrestricted free agent the following year. So uh, Henry Anderson's an interesting one. He had a good year. Uh, you know, they gave up a seventh round pick for him, and he really uh, put together a nice season, made himself some money. I think they, uh, he's certainly a guy they could work to resign, especially if they if they trade Leonard Williams. Um, and, and to get rid of his $14.2 million cap hit next year, he's obviously been disappointing, so we'll see what the Jets maybe could get for him in terms of a trade offer. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, Henry Anderson would certainly be a wise uh, guy to uh, for the Jets to, to look at resigning. But, you know, you can't blame a lot of these guys for wanting to hit free agency. Now, why wouldn't he want to go out there and take take a look at some offers? I think what, what happened with Quincy and then was is less common than, than, the, uh, than the alternative, which is, you know, a, a guy – wanting to explore his options and march free agency.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Daryl, we went through our semi-mindless predictions before this game. You had the Patriots winning in a blowout. I thought the Jets would keep it close. And at the end, you would get the metaphorical pat on the butt from Tom Brady to Sam Darnold because Darnold would have played a great game and kept the Jets in it on the road against a strong Patriots team. That's not how this went down. They got spanked. So I got to give this one to you. You got that one completely right. I was dead wrong. But one thing that I did see in this game, despite the fact that the Jets got beaten up really bad, was Deontay Burnett. He was making some really nice catches. Again, you saw the strong bond that he has developed with Sam Darnold that he had from USC. I wonder why it took them this long to get him in the game. And also, as far as going forward, do you think that there is going to be any potential opportunities for him here because he's only on that one-year deal? I'm not sure if he has that Davis Webb type thing where it's an exclusive rights free agent or if the Jets can just keep him or if he's free to go elsewhere. But do you see him as potentially being in the plans beyond this year? Yeah, absolutely. I think he's a guy, he is an exclusive rights free agent. So what that means is, Basically, if a team offers you, it's not a free agent at all. It's like if a team offers you <laughs> the minimum contract, you have to take it. So that's in no way a free agent. So, yeah, they'll give him the minimum, and he'll come back and uh, try to prove himself next year. And obviously a strong finish for him this year. It's certainly a guy that you can make the case that they should have given him a look earlier, uh, considering how he you know he developed. He's a smaller guy. He's a small frame, but he's quick, uh, and he has some certainly has some assets. So. Yeah, he'll definitely be back next year. Davis Webb is in the same boat, exclusive rights free agent. I want to say Frankie Lubu is in that boat as well, maybe. Um, I'm not sure. But I had a, a rundown of that. On a, did a little list of pending free agents for in-house guys on Saturday. So it's all in there. But, uh, but yes, Deontay Burnett will uh, – I, I think his first name is actually pronounced Dante. But uh, – I, that's how they pronounce it. That's how they were pronouncing it in the press box. But he will be back uh, for sure uh, next year. Well, Daryl, that sounds like an article that everybody should read. So if you haven't read it yet about the internal free agents, go over to NJ.com and check it out. And also check out all the rest of Daryl's great work and the great work of Matt Stipulkowski. It's all up at NJ.com. So, Daryl, beyond what I just said with that internal article, what do you and Matt have cooking up at NJ.com over the next couple of days? Yeah, we have all this stuff from coming out of the game and then a rundown of the coaching candidates. Matt's got to look, look at their opponents for next year, uh, which are set now. Uh, the Jets' possibility for a London game because they play at the Jaguars. So either a trip to Jacksonville or a trip to London there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, plenty of stuff with the coaching search and a little uh, item for tomorrow morning on this, the ideal way that they should conduct this search. And I just made a few points in there about, like, obviously going back to the Charlie Casserly well would be foolish. I think at this point, if I know Christopher Johnson is new to this, but the, the Johnsons have owned this team since 2000. If they cannot conduct a coaching search like on their own, I mean, what, what are you doing? I mean, it's like almost 20 years you've owned an NFL team. You should be able to do this without help. 
Um, and it's a basic function of being an NFL owner. Uh, and I think Mike McCagan, if he is retained, should have some say in who the next coach is. If you don't trust him to do that, that's fire. Um, but I, I think ultimately the decision should come down to, to the Johnsons and uh, let Christopher Johnson go to work here and see what he can do. Um, but I, you know, there's a bunch of other items in there, many of them obvious, which is they have to hire an offensive-minded coach or, you know, or someone who can at least bring in a, uh, a really good coordinator. Like if they had hired John Harbaugh, which doesn't look like it's going to happen because, as I note in there, it would be stupid to give up draft picks for John Harbaugh because the Jets roster needs as many draft picks as possible. But if they were to hire a Harbaugh type, you know, a CEO type who doesn't have an offensive background, uh, you know, you need to make sure he would bring in a guy who could develop Sam Donald. So kind of goes without saying, but that, that, there's a full rundown up there uh, tomorrow morning. Sounds good, Daryl. Looking forward to reading it and looking forward to talking to you again later this week. Hopefully we'll have some news about the coaching search to talk about. Daryl, have a safe ride back. I know that you are with Matt Stiblikowski and Andy Vasquez right now from the beat, so I hope all three of you get back in one piece, at least in better condition than the Jets were after this game in Foxborough today. We'll talk later in the week. Meantime, check out NJ.com for Matt and Daryl's work. And for the latest and greatest in Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and TurnOnTheJets.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.